Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are and whenever it is on this amazing day. I am coming to you live from Odds Cafe in Asheville, North Carolina. It's a raining morning here in Carolina, but it's just a beautiful soft rain. Love it. This is Robert Bolden, Life Transformed, and this is Coffee in Christ. This is my weekly share of the daily process that has literally transformed my life. If you're new to the podcast, it's totally spontaneous. As I receive, I will share. And my hope in doing this podcast is that if you're tuning in, that there is something here for you that God is working in your life. If you don't even know God, just trust me on this. Um, He is always working in everybody's life. He wants you. He wants me. It's amazing stuff. All right, let's go right to the verse of the day. And do not forget to do good and to share with others. For with such sacrifices, God is pleased. So I think the way that is striking me is, you know, take a deep breath. Be patient, Robert. And remember, just do good and share with others, whether that be a smile, whether it be, you know, my gifts, same with you, smile, share your gifts, Um, give compliments to people, focus on those sorts of things, because those sorts of things are what God recognizes, it's like Jesus taught never to be in a hurry that was jesus lifestyle he was never in a hurry the whole time on earth and i think if you slow down and focus on not being in a hurry then you can not forget to do good and share with others it just kind of flows naturally right out of that so this is a beautiful verse that's hebrews 13 16. That's where that came from. All right, let's jump into a plan here. Doing a plan now called We're Still in This. And this is connection. (laughs) Connection is my word of the year. That's why I'm laughing. So every year I choose a word. I actually use Dayspring. It's a, a website. I think they sell stuff too. Anyway, um, it, they ask you a series of questions online and it'll come up with the word of the year for you. So mine is connection. It kind of plays right into what the verse of the day just talked about. All right, let's jump into this. Meet people where they are. Don't try to change them fix them or correct them, but instead recognize where they are in that very moment. That is so good. You know, and I think I'm much better at this now than I've ever been in my life. I don't even have a tendency to do this anymore, but those first and second sentence, don't try to change them, fix them, or correct them. That is the meat of, I think, connection. Change, fix, or correct. 
and that speaks to me just a lot of times, even today, I will see people in certain situations and I'm like, I know exactly what would help them, but that's not up to me. My charge is to meet them where they are. And if they ask me for advice, I can give it. That's where, that's where I feel a connection with this so far. Let's keep on reading. Meet them in their greatest joy or deepest pain. And at times when words simply will not form in your mouth, then just acknowledge, I don't know what to say to you right now. What I do know is that I want to be here for you. That is a hard one for me. <laughs> that is a really hard one for me. Because I, when I'm in those situations, I literally let the Holy Spirit speak for me. Because I will. I am very true to I don't know what to say to you right now. And I would, I would shift that a little bit. Um, I don't know what to say. However, God is here with me. That's what I would say in that situation. Because it's fine that I'm there. And that's something that they won't have to be reminded about. Because I am right there. But I think I'm there to say, hey, I, God is here with me. When you're able to say that to another human being, they immediately feel connected, understood by you, and they don't feel alone anymore. And that feels like a warm blanket on a cold, rainy night. God has his own version of meeting people where they are, and it's found in Romans 12, 15. Let's see what Romans 12, 15 has in store. Rejoice with those who rejoice, and weep with those who weep. That is beautiful. Okay, I amend my statement. <laughs> rejoice with those. I love this. We rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Boy, oh boy. So that is... That is profound. That's good for me to see here. That's an area. So I think I, I'm good at rejoicing with those who rejoice, but weeping with those who weep. I feel it. I have tons of compassion. And maybe that's just what it is. Just be there. And now that I think about it, I've done that several times. Somebody that is sad, I'm just there. I don't even need to use words, I think. It's just to be there with them in that weeping. All right, let's see where this goes now. How beautiful, how perfect, how just like God. This extraordinary passage of scripture implies that if there is a reason to celebrate, then celebrate and celebrate wildly. And if there is a reason for weeping, then weep and weep deeply. God is the creator and author of all emotions. They're meant to be felt, 
and express both separately as individuals and together in relationships. <clears throat> so the tangible takeaway, meet people where they are in the moment. Be intentional to ask yourself, am I trying to change you, fix you, correct you? Ask God to help you connect with the emotion of another person in order to meet them where they are. The goal is connection. And I can get there with that. The goal is connection. It definitely is. So, some of the negative emotions, anger, frustration. Now maybe for me, what I'm getting out of this Just, just let them know that you're there. I don't know. I have to think into it a little bit more. In this context, the weeping and the celebrating, I definitely get it. I understand. So ask God to help you connect with the emotion of another person in order to meet them where they are. Yes, okay. So if somebody is angry, I can... I can just be there and listen. Or I can share that, oh yeah, I can see you're angry. I've been angry too in the past. And when I'm angry, I just want to get it out, I think. And I think the Bible teaches us, you know, don't speak words when you're angry. Deal with that emotion, acknowledge that emotion, but then speak with wisdom. So I think if, if, I, if I'm with someone that is angry, we'll use that as an example. I think what I'm feeling is just wait. Just be there with you know, sympathetic, compassionate body language and tone, which is those two are 97% of communication, body language and tone. And depending on whether you're auditory, visual or kinesthetic, <laughs> it can have a huge impact. Oh my goodness. I learned some of this stuff in my Psyche workshop. It's phenomenal. Like if you're visual, then you want somebody to look you in the eye. But if you're auditory, sometimes you'll close your eyes or look away so you can just really focus on listening to tone. Tone is very important to a person who is auditory. So you can be like frustrating each other if there's an auditory and a visual trying to communicate. One is thinking, look at me. The other is thinking, I'm really being compassionate. I need to look away and really listen. And then the tone changes and you can see where it can go crazy. And then the kinesthetic, it's all about feelings. So it's what they are feeling. So you throw that in the mix. I'm feeling that you're not paying attention to me because you're looking away. Oh my goodness. You can see where communication can go off the rails. So I think, you know, what I learned in Psyche workshop Thank you, God, for all of that. Because I've got to be ready to be in rapport with that person. 
I can ask questions and understand if I know the person. I can sense if they are more kinesthetic, more auditory, more visual. So I don't have to lose who I am. But for the sake of connection, I can mirror what they are so they can know that I'm there for them. Hmm, that is so good. So the takeaway for me is you say K learning visual auditory kinesthetic to connect. Isn't that beautiful? Something that I just learned in my life. Then the Bible comes right back with some wisdom around that. And isn't that so God? That is the way God works. And y'all, I absolutely love this verse. It's Romans 12, 15. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. It's so good. You know what? I should. I like the version they had. NIV. Let me see. King James Version, because it says the weep. I'm going to save that one. That's good stuff right there. Use Psyche, and I'm going to just I'm typing that in because I'm doing this plan with Alana, so I'm typing this in. She's in Alaska right now. If you haven't done the Bible app with somebody else, it's really cool to do it. You can get different perspectives. And as Andy Andrews said, it's all about perspective. That is the key to so many things. Visual. Auditory. Oh, that's so powerful. All right. To mirror and connect. Boom. Shaka laka laka. All right. Isn't that good? I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. I'm also in the process of see if I have another plan in here. Oh yeah, evangelism. Follow oh, Jesus. Got one more here for you. Jump at the chance. Now, if you're engaged in this short plan, you'll probably know from experience that it's usually pretty difficult to see people begin a relationship with Jesus. It can be uncomfortable, inconvenient, taxing, and costly to those of us who are following Jesus. Yes, it is very frustrating see others who don't have a relationship because you know how much it's changed your life. I know how much it's changed my life. So the verse we start with seems like a picture of cold, ice cold water thrown at your face and drenching us in its bracing, shocking, attention snatching immediacy. 
I'm sure you noticed Jesus' refined approach. Let's see what we have here. He came upon this tax agent of the Roman government. It's as if he wasn't looking for one. He just stumbled across Matthew. He was collecting taxes. That is, Matthew was at work. He was engaged in his employment. He was busy. Immediately, Matthew jumped up and began to follow. Wow, that job was so bad. Matthew immediately jumped at the chance to get out of it. But look, though we're aiming at some easy humor here, there's something to it. Obviously, we don't know Matthew's whole backstory. We can infer that he was unpopular with Jews. And the Romans showed him disdain. We can guess that he was wealthy, but that his wealth didn't buy him happiness. You know, I've been there. I relate to Matthew. I was very wealthy by this world's standards. A million dollars in the bank, house paid off, car paid off, but I was not happy. And we can speculate that Matthew was frustrated with his life. Yep, torn by the social and ethnic tensions he brought upon himself. That's a long way of underlying our punchline. The job was so bad, Matthew immediately jumped the chance to get out of it. Now look, we're not suggesting that it will always work out, but there was one other key component to Jesus' method. He invited Matthew, come follow me. Oh, there we go, the invitation. That is so good. And I think, you know, that's speaking to me as I God brings people into my life. Um, I'm, I'm just sharing. I'm just sharing. And I'm inviting. And, and, it, and nothing is based on the result. Nothing I do is based on whether they decide to do it or not. Although several have recently. And it's, and it's so beautiful to see it. But nothing is based on that. And that is the most amazing invitation that any of us will ever receive. And coming as it does from Jesus Christ, it is also a command. The most com- compelling command we will ever hear. Takeaway for us, let's give the Holy Spirit some credit here and assume that the conviction that Matthew felt is in some ways multiplied to over 7.7 billion people alive today. And I believe that. I believe that. That is in everyone's heart. That conviction in everyone's heart is there. And that many of them also recognize that their lives are so bad that they'd immediately jump to leave them and follow Jesus. What's all that's missing? An invitation. Just invite. Yes. All right. Isn't that good? I just love this. It's simple, but it's true. You know, I've done that several times here. But I think I can be more explicit. That's what I'm taking away from from this, to the invitation, and that is Matthew 9.9. So that's when I'm, and you guys, if you follow me on Instagram, you're going to see me do that today. I'm going to be more explicit. Oh, this has been great. Thank you so much for joining me. Again, Odds Cafe, big shout out. Come here, hang out. It is amazing. I'm staring at three awesome cakes that I'm off my fast now so I can partake. 
I'm trying to ease back into maybe once a week with a nice dessert. I'm having a latte, an almond milk latte this morning. It is beautiful. So check them out. And join me again Monday for a uh, your uh, <laughs> Monday we're doing another podcast on uh, find your purpose, follow me, and then back here with Coffee in Christ. Look at our community. All the links are in the show notes. Join our community. We have an opportunity call Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern. If you want to be a part of that, reach out to me and let me know. Until then, have a great rest of your morning, afternoon, or evening. We'll see you soon.